Welcome to Damanda Sidewalk. Today's Rama Capsule. Hello and welcome to this Dhamma Capsule on generosity. Generosity in Pali is called Dana. And while in the Northern School of Buddhism, there is a mention of six paramitas, in the Southern School of Buddhism, there are 10. And the difference is just as how, how these qualities are organized. But eventually, they all come back to the same point. And dana is the first one of a noble quality. There are many ways to express uh, generosity in one's life. I'm currently traveling in India on pilgrimage, and I'm in Kerala, and I've met Tony. Tony is an interesting man from Australia who has had a particular way to express generosity in his life through travel. He became self-aware of becoming generous one day. But there's something else with Tony is that he has a very particular way to blend it with fearlessness and curiosity. So I'm not saying anything more, just let's listen. Tony. Tony, you're from Brisbane? I'm from Brisbane. And yeah. uh, we are meeting in Fort Kochi at the, at the Commons Friends House, yes. yeah. whom you know from Brisbane as well. That's right. Together. We work together. We've, Brisbane is not that big. It, right. No matter what area you work in, eventually you meet everybody. It, it's, it's one of the nice things about the town, but it's also one of the limitations for many people. It's your first time in India? Yes. It's your yeah. first time in Kerala? God's own country. You know about this. <laughs> about, Are you trying to get me to say something? I'm trying to get you to say something about God's own country right. and your connection to travel. And you have been uh, confined, or at least you haven't been out in the world uh, since after COVID. This is your first time out after COVID. Yes. And so out of Australia. Yes, I've, I've, but even uh, inside Australia, I've travelled minimally. minimally. So I feel like I've been hidden away for four years. And so what I thought interesting as your first time out of Australia after COVID, like, and your minimal, you know, mi minimal movement after COVID. So you came to India. There's a very strong pull of curiosity in travelling. So it's not obviously your first time. Uh, in Asia and in the world. So I'd like you to just give us a sense a bit of what's the spirit that you put into your travel? What's your mindset when you travel out of the box, um, putting your mindset upside down? Okay. You have a very strong sense of curiosity and exploration. This happened very early in my, in my life, I mean. Mum used to come in and sit by my bed at night and she'd come over and sit to me, next to me and she'd lean into me and she'd say, never get married, travel travel you must travel mm. don't ever get married clearly she was unhappy so the seed was planted <laughs> very early Good. and i ran away from home when first when i was four i was off to look and and ma and that was encouraged mm -hmm. by me uh by mum anyway so i always questioned everything 
I've really based my life on, on a bit of a, a theory that if there's this much, if mm -hmm. I've found this much, then surely and very clearly there must be more. There must and be I want to know what it is. More and something different. Probably. Yes, and, mm -hmm. and different. I'm not looking to reconfirm everything. What I love about travelling is that it turns my life absolutely upside down. Mm. I think I know everything. I've always been a bit like that. Um, and so the best thing I can do is to go on where I think I'm going to be uncomfortable or certainly out of my depth. I, I'm monolingual. I, you know, so I go to places where I have no concept of the language. Mm, okay. I can't add up, so I don't do the money very well either. So I have to become conversant in other ways, whether it's verbal or so, non-verbal. So in and establishing rapport with yes, people in different ways yeah. than the ones that are known to you and that you've been yes. surrounded with. And then you went to places also uh, with the mind of, I would say challenging, not just going through the flowing and uh, exploring, but just challenging yourself. You mentioned being an atheist. Yes. And yeah. going and challenging yourself for some reason to go to Muslim countries to explore what yeah. there? What, what, what well, were you challenging yourself in that sense? Because it sits there mm -hmm. as a fascinating country. It's mythical and maybe a bit initially initiated by dreadful old Hollywood movies and stuff like that, but I've always had an interest in difference. Indifference. I've felt okay. mm -hmm. that this this is not the limit of who I am. There's got to be more, and I want to know what it is. There's, I want to be different. I want to understand more. The way I think surely can't be the only way. I know it's not because, you know, as a, I'm a self-declared atheist and very happily have been my entire life. It's something that I knew inherently. But what I also knew was that this is not the only way to live. Mm. And I want to see how that impacts on other people's lives. So yes, going to Morocco, Tunisia and Egypt turns all of that around very quickly, particularly if you're there at Ramadan mm. when nothing's open yes, for, you yes. know, for anybody else, even though it's their touristy spots. And what was the reaction at home when in Australia when you were going to those places? Oh, I have one friend, she's, she, she says, I know you're going on holiday and I know where you're going and I don't want you to go. I'm frightened. But then she can't help but contact me. How's it going? What have you seen? You know, but she wouldn't do it herself. Mm. Um, so vicariously, with me putting myself out on the precipice as such, mm -hmm. um, and I've never really been in trouble in all the travelling that I've done, particularly you know in pre prior to COVID, I never really got into a lot of trouble. I'm tall and I'm big, and I guess in some instances a little bit imposing. Mm. Um, I'm a man and I'm a white man and therefore yes. inherently in comes that awful thing of white privilege yes. because ma majority of these countries at some point have been marauded and taken over and colonised by one form of European civilization or another. And how have you, or more, how have you become self-aware or made the rapport with people of, in other places being being aware of your whiteness of being a white man how how have that impacted your travels one of the things that i've not done is been backward, backward. you know I, okay. I haven't taken a step back mm -hmm. and go oh i'll just observe mm -hmm. i haven't come to observe mm -hmm. 
I don't want to hang out with white tourists yeah. and go on package tours. That's I don't want that. I want to be in the mix, in the mix yeah. where I'm outside the central conversation because right. I don't know the language. Right. But I'm included by their generosity right. as being as good and, and worthy of being and sharing food and all those things that are important. So, and that brought you to be in Lucille to, to go and decide to go and live in Cambodia. Yeah. So you le lived in Cambodia for about nine years. I, I went in and, so out, in and out of Cambodia, right. but I finally lived there. And that was a, that was a whole difference. It, it, it's a thing that grew. I was 60 and sitting in Malaysia and I felt, and it was my birthday and nobody contacted me and I was appalled. Then I realised nobody knew where I was. Mm. My friends in Australia had no idea. I just packed my bags and went because that's what I do. And I went, how selfish I have become. Mm. And a man of white privilege with too much money, too much spare time, and I'm rather appalled at myself for being a selfish person because I never thought that I was, but I felt I was at that time. So there's a sense of self-awareness on how these, these travels and how this connection with other culture is building up in you. And I hear a generosity of the heart in the, being welcome, trying to be welcome and kind of shedding this, what you call selfishness, which actually I would rather, I hear you talking a lot about going forward, which has a, a strong flavor of fearlessness. So are these two things yeah. go together for you? I like That's what I hear when it, I hear you. That was, I've not thought of myself overtly selfish throughout my entire life. At that moment when I went, it suddenly realized I do this all the time. Mm. I pack up and go when I want to go mm. because I've lived that way all my life. I don't have the time. But always going back. So you, you but always. But I return to my home. In Australia. Yes, in yeah. Australia. Mm -hmm. I've tried to live overseas a couple of times and I've understood that long term I don't belong there. In my house that I've now had for longer than any residence in my entire life, that's my home. People come to my house and they don't want to leave. I'm glad I've created that space. And they go, it, it's just so full of you. I'm glad they feel that way. And that's stuff that I've gone out and found and I've brought back and I bring into my life because I belong there at mm. this point in time. I'm not saying I may not trip over, but I always go into a new place, very open-hearted so and open-minded open -minded. and ready to absorb everything I can mm. and go, I wonder if I could live here or this would be exciting. And I spent as much time in the company of the locals. I don't live in a privileged white hotel. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're a traveller. I throw my bag in a room, close the door behind me and I'm back out on the street as quickly as I yeah, can be yeah. because there's so much to get in the yeah. amount of time I've given myself right. to go and I want to know everything. I keep hearing this unconditional generosity in the way you you establish your rapport with the country, with the people. Mm. You, you set it up as being amidst people, but with a generous, open-minded. I love so that you've you changed. said that. So you've changed a lot yes. by traveling. And thank you. My friends have said it occasionally, but I think I've brushed that aside. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm glad you perceive me as being open-hearted and generous. They're probably two of the nicest things anybody could say to me um, because I do believe I'm open-hearted. The challenging of going forward and 
it doesn't become a challenge anymore when we are open-hearted because to be in the midst requires that open-mindedness mm. it's not possible to be in the midst and maintain and not maintain our very strict views and opinion about certain things i'd like to think i don't hide i don't hide i don't That's hide nice i have no secrets because i can't remember i don't tell lies i can't remember from one you know so why would i bother I want to get everything I can. It's a little bit selfish in that way, but I think people see and look in. I don't mm. think they see filters mm. because I'm more often than not welcomed. Somebody sees me and it's like they know who I am mm. and that I'm okay, I'm safe. And I love that. That's what I want. I, I want to get a real touch, a smell, a feel, a taste mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of where I am because mm -hmm. I'm going to take that back mm -hmm. and see how that fits mm -hmm. and how what I get from that, how that changes me and makes me better. How, how, yeah, it makes you want a better person. I hope I am. I hope I, I, hope I keep getting better. My life, my life's not finished, unlike many other people my age who've been pushed into retirement, who've gone, oh, well, I'll just sit it out now. Oh, there's no way I'll do that. Yeah. There's a fearless connection with the outer world. And what would you have as a sort of message or from the heart out, something for what's really the spirit of traveling? Risk, risk yourself. What could be the worst? You can stay at home and die or you can go out and die. That's going to happen at some point in time. Anyway. In the yeah. middle, make the damn best that you've got every second risk yourself risk at every chance that you get and you become bolder but you don't become bad mm. if if as you say you sense that i'm i have generosity i don't come with avarice i don't come with jealousy i don't come with hatred i'm not looking to mock difference in any way i want to know about it. I want to see if there's something there that I can have that I don't have because I'm a lesser person until such time as I can take your gift and have it and I'll give you back whatever you want because so that's the exchange. Yeah, there's an exchange. Yeah, yes. it's, it's an exchange. So travel is an exchange, but something needs to be dropped there. So there's probably a sense of the strong views or the strong opinions. I see a lot of people walking around with fear. Ah. So, you know, they, they, they've, they've tightened their shoulders. You mean in, in abroad? Western people, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my, my own colour, mm -hmm. in various situations mm. where they're afraid of where they are. I don't want to look from an air-conditioned capsule. Yeah, there's a trailblazing, there's a trailblazing sort of. I hope, I, I hope I've still got fire. fire, you know, yeah. I, th I hope I've got fire. I don't want it to go out yet. So f I would think that this, uh, this interview, I could, um, could title it Fearless Exploration. With a touch of generosity. With a touch, oh, I like that. <laughs> I love Thank that somebody has, has considered that I am. Because, this is the first thing I heard from you. Yes, and, really? and I, I'm so flattered by that. So we'll wrap it up? Yes, we will. We'll wrap it up. Otherwise, you know that I could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in India. Or what's well, your insight? How, do, how love, has India changed? I love Kerala. Mm. And I know that it's ideologically different from the rest. 
because mm. of its isolation. And I mm. love that. And you can sense it everywhere. There is a generosity of spirit here. But I have been to Mumbai. Mm. And and there the people were very friendly and stuff. But why would you live there, really, honestly? You would only live there if you can't get out. And, and I was not heartbroken. Uh, that's their life. I'm not there to judge that. Um, you know the expression for Kerala that the practice is of it's called compassionate communism. Yes. Compassionate communism uh, instills a sense of generosity, but also a sense of openness to the other. Mm. In in a state, well, in in India is very diverse, and Kerala in that sense is not doesn't differ. There are there are lots of Catholics, a lot of Muslim, and lots of and um, Jewish. Hindu, and then there's yes. Jewish. Yes. So. There's, there's a lot of uh, religious melting. And so difference. There, yes, difference. But also in the compassionate communism is really like support. They have chosen the non-armed. Yes. The, the, un, yeah, the non-armed yeah. uh, fight. And they have, so this com, the word compassion in front of communism also means it's a very strong peer, community peer support, not just peer support as a family or as, a, mm. as, a, as an extended family. So it's family. broader it's, than that. It's broader than that. I, I know my view of when I leave India is going to be quite narrow mm. in that mm. there's Kerala, Mumbai, and next week I go north. Right. But that's to see the big tourist attractions amongst other tourists, and I will be travelling in a party group. Mm. So you, that'll be interesting to see how choice. I handle that. Yeah. Um, but I need to see as much as I can and that was the best way of doing all of this. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's not so much the form, it's how, what you bring to the form. You can always step out and step yes. in, and if it makes your, your travel... It was advised journey, yeah. that by yeah. the time I get there, I will probably be a little more tired than I think I'm going to be after six or seven weeks of finding my own way everywhere. Right. Just go in and be, be taken care of for nine days. It's only nine days thing is and then you come back so it'll be a fairly narrow view but at least I won't be fighting myself every day right, right. to get through everything to get to see those things I'm going to be coerced and pushed there to it so I'm quite happy with that um, and then when I come back I return home to Brisbane a few days later but I still come back here to have a few more days that's nice anyway I wanted to thank you a pleasure. And uh, I'm humbled that I've noticed the generosity. I think there is a lot of unconditional generosity. So keep, keep going. Thank you. Thank you so much.